our first reading for today is from the 18th chapter of Deuteronomy. The Levitical priests, all the tribe of Levi, shall have no portion or inheritance with Israel. They shall eat the Lord's offerings as their inheritance. They shall have no inheritance among their brothers. The Lord is their inheritance, as he promised them. And this shall be the priest's due from the people, from those offering a sacrifice, whether an ox or a sheep. They shall give to the priest the shoulder and the two cheeks and the stomach, the first fruits of your grain, of your wine and of your oil, and the first fleece of your sheep you shall give him. For the Lord your God has chosen him out of all your tribes to stand and minister in the name of the Lord, him and his sons, for all time. And if a Levite comes from any of your towns out of all Israel where he lives, and he may come when he desires, to the place that the Lord will choose and ministers in the name of the Lord his God, like all his fellow Levites who stand to minister there before the Lord, that he may have equal portions to eat besides what he receives from the sale of his patrimony. When you come into the land that the Lord your God is giving you, you shall not learn to follow the abominable practices of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone who burns his son or his daughter as an offering, anyone who practices divination or tells fortune, or interprets omens, or a sorcerer, or a charmer, or a medium, or a necromancer, or one who inquires of the dead. For whoever does these things is an abomination to the Lord. Because of these abominations, the Lord your God is driving them out before you. You shall be blameless before the Lord your God. For these nations which you are about to dispossess Listen to fortune tellers and to diviners. But as for you, Lord your God has not allowed you to do this. The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from your brothers. It is to him you shall listen. Just as you desired of the Lord your God at Horeb on the day of the assembly, when you said, let me not hear again the voice of the Lord my God, or see this great fire any more, lest I die. And the Lord said to me, They are right in what they have spoken. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their brothers, and I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak to them all that I command him. And whoever will not listen to my words that he shall speak in my name, I myself will require it of him. But the prophet who presumes to speak a word in my name that I have not commanded him to speak, or who speaks in the name of other gods, that same prophet shall die. And if you say in your heart, how may we know the word that the Lord has not spoken? When a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, if the word does not come to pass or come true, that is a word that the Lord has not spoken. The prophet has spoken it presumptuously. You need not be afraid of him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our second reading is from the 14th chapter of Matthew. Immediately he made the disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. 
When evening came, he was there alone. But the boat by this time was a long way from the land, beaten by the waves, for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them, walking on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, It is a ghost. They cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. And Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. When he saw the wind, he was afraid, beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him, saying to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. And when they had crossed over, they came to land at Gennesaret. And when the men of that place recognized him, they sent around to all that region and brought to him all who were sick and implored him that they might only touch the fringe of his garment. And as many as touched it were made well. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We continue our recitation with the first article of the Creed. What is the first article? I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. What does this mean? I believe that God has made me and all creatures, that he has given me my body and soul, eyes, ears, and all my members, my reason and all my senses, and still takes care of them. He also gives me clothing and shoes, food and drink, house and home, wife and children, land, animals, and all I have. He richly and daily provides me with all that I need to support this body and life. He defends me against all danger and guards and protects me from all evil. All this he does only out of fatherly divine goodness and mercy without any merit or worthiness in me. For all this, it is my duty to thank and praise, serve and obey him. This is most certainly true. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. This portion that we just read of the Catechism, where it deals with the first article of the Creed, reminds all of us that everything that we have, all things, are given to us by God, who's merciful and even gives the same good things to unbelievers. For we Christians, though, we enjoy all things, not only of body, but also of our soul that God gives to us. As it said in the end of this meaning, all this he does only out of fatherly, divine goodness and mercy, without any merit or worthiness in me. So whether it's all the needs of our body that he supplies, such as food and drink, house and home, or all the needs of our souls, he gives all this to us by grace without any merit or worthiness in us. It is that It shows that immense graciousness of our God, and it, it really should be just awe-inspiring for us to, to recognize that and to see that. But then we forget 
we forget that all of our needs of body and soul truly come from God. And then we worry. We worry about the needs of our body and soul as if they're not going to be provided for. And it's very easy to forget, and it's very easy to worry, especially when the days are bad for us. We're not the only ones, though. In the Old Testament, we read this today in our reading, God set up the Levitical priesthood. And he wanted these Levitical priests to remember that everything they have, all things, body and soul, come from him. And in order to them, for them to very tangibly know this and live this every day, they were forced to live a type of lifestyle that reminded them that everything was given to them by grace. This is what our passage said today. The Levitical priests, all the tribe of Levi, shall have no portion or inheritance with Israel. They shall eat the Lord's food offerings as their inheritance. They shall have no inheritance among their brothers. The Lord is their inheritance, as he promised them. And this shall be the priest's due from the people, from those offering a sacrifice, whether an ox or a sheep. They shall give to the priest the shoulder and the two cheeks and the stomach, the first fruits of your grain, of your wine, and of your oil, and the first fleece of your sheep you shall give. So literally, these priests could have no inheritance, no real income, no social security, no 401k, no human inheritance whatsoever. They were forced to literally and tangibly live a life in which they relied upon the fruits from God's hand whether that's in their body or in their soul, all that they received, the very food that they ate, was a portion of the animals that the people offered to God. And this forced them to remember that it is purely out of God's, our Heavenly Father's divine goodness and mercy, without any merit or worthiness in me, he does all this for us. And then in our New Testament story today, we have literally the people in the boat, in the storm, with the Creator, the one who created the heavens and the earth. And Peter, who in this moment of exuberance wants to walk, and he does, until he gets scared. Until he forgot that everything that we have in our body and soul comes to us from God. It's a gift to us from God. Peter forgot, and Peter worried, and look what happens when that we do that. He sank, right? Because he ceased to look to Christ as that one who is going to provide everything for him, purely out of grace, as a gift, without any merit or worthiness in Peter. He forgot that everything in our body and soul is a gift from God. We don't have to live that way. We don't have to. That's why we have this portion in our small catechism and how it ends with this phrase. All this, God, he does only out of fatherly, divine goodness and mercy. 
without any merit or worthiness in me. We don't have to forget that everything we have in our lives, whether it's in our bodies, our souls, has been given to us by God. And that's a wonderful place to be in your life. To remember that everything you have, everything you possess physically, is a gift. And we don't have to worry about the things of our bodies and our souls. or Forget where they come from. They come to us by God. The fact that we have a church where we hear God's word, where we gather together as God's people and receive the Lord's Supper, that's a complete gift that God himself has chosen to give to you without any merit or worthiness in me, purely because of God's goodness and mercy toward you. And in fact, I can think of no greater thing that exemplifies this than the Lord's Supper, where truly it is a gift, the greatest of gifts we will ever have, the greatest Christmas present you'll ever have, is on that altar, freely given to you by God, Without any merit or worthiness in us, purely because God is that perfect Father and shows his divine goodness and mercy to you every single day of your life, in your body, and in your soul. May we always remember that. Amen. And now may the peace of our God, which surpasses our understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.